What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that like stockin'. Just joshin'. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Good morning, evening, or afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in. Um, this is your host, Devin, of The Daily Dunk, and I'm here with Ty today. How are you doing, Ty? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing, bro? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. It looks like it's just me and you holding it down today. And we're yeah. going to start off... Miss uh, you, David. Yeah, shout out to David, man. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. It's the NBA Finals tonight. Will the King of the Bra finally secure the crown in Game 5? Ty, what do you think? See, I really wanted the Heat to pull this one out. I really wanted them to nab another championship for LeBron. But, I mean, they gave a valiant effort the last game. It was definitely much better. Uh, they've been playing a better the last two games. It was big to have Bam back. He definitely did have an impact on early. It, you look at the shots, they were pretty even. So the Heat did keep up with them. So, I mean, we'll see what happens in game five, but I think the Lakers will wrap this up. Yeah, um, I agree. It's kind of giving me vibes of uh, back when AI took the 76ers to the finals and they won that one game versus the Lakers. Kind of yeah. the same situation, same exact scenario. Uh, it's like that one kind of superstar player on your team drags your team to the finals and then wills them to at least win a game just to show them, like to show everybody that they belong. Um, and we saw the same thing from Jimmy Butler in game four. Uh, yeah, or in game point triple three. double. Yeah, in game three, without a single three taken, that's unheard of in this exactly. day. Exactly. Um, I know some some of the big media stars out there were saying that um, that was one of the biggest uh triple doubles in NBA Finals history. I kind of agree, honestly, just because it. I mean, it took that to win the game, and it was like without a three is pretty unheard of, and he could not be stopped that game. But um, yeah, I think the the Lakers are. Definitely taking it this game. Um, they're wearing the Mamba jerseys again. They are undefeated. Oh, in the so it's a wrap. Yeah, here it so, is a I wrap. Mean, I feel like yep. you know they keep on talking about how the job's not finished, and they're pulling out the Mamba jerseys. So I, I just feel like they're really not. They're undefeated in them. So yeah, yeah. But um, overall, I think it's still been a pretty good series. You know, better than we expect at least in terms of competitiveness. And I think the Heat have a really good uh, team to look forward to in the upcoming years. Yeah, especially with all the cap space that they have, they can definitely make some moves this offseason. For sure. And, you know, their young pieces like Tyler Hero, I think he's made the most threes ever by a rookie. That's crazy. Bam, obviously, still a developing player, um, turning into one of the best big men in the game. And then, of course, you have Jimmy Butler, who, you know, is the veteran holding down on that team. So, uh, proud of them for, you know, everything they've accomplished so far. And then as far as AD um, and LeBron, I think AD's going to, you know, be really excited to get his first championship. LeBron's going to have his fourth. Trying to catch up to MJ, you know, the GOAT and everything. And then on top of that, you know, you have a few other players winning the ring. You got Danny Green winning his second, I believe. You have Rondo winning his second from the east to the west. Um, so that's kind of a cool storyline. You have a few people. You have Dwight Howard with his redemption the finally coming. Caruso, the bald eagle. Uh, yeah, Caruso out there getting the title. Um, you have Dwight Howard and his storyline, how, you know, he was on the Lakers with Kobe and that didn't work out then he kept on being a genuine for a while and now he's finally getting a ring too um, yeah so in, this is kind of a redemption place. story for him yeah um, you have JaVale McGee winning another title which is crazy for him you know how many times like when he was on Shaq in the Fool I'm like, every saying week. Shaq in the Fool MVP bro and now he's about to win a title again it's kind of like honestly like if we're having a conversation in a few years after Giannis retires and it's like JaVale McGee or Giannis Giannis has zero titles right now, and JaVale McGee has, like, what, 
Three? Okay. Three well, or that, four? That logic, you're going to say that uh, onto, uh, Giannis's brother is better than him. So. I mean, I, hey, look. <laughs> That's crazy. Giannis has been in the league for, what, seven, eight years now and no title, and his brother's about to have a title in, what, his first season? It's just the storylines are crazy. Kyle Kuzma. It's kind of ironic. Kyle Kuzma's going to have a title right now. Like, I think it really is crazy that these players are out here getting shit, but hey, that's just how it goes sometimes. But um, I really do think the Heat put up a good fight and everything. Uh, yeah. It sucks they to have go a lot to look way, forward but, to. Yeah. I, I will say that this will probably not be the last you see of the Heat. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, shout out to the Seattle Storm for sweeping the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA Finals. Um, I know that they had kind of a shortened season as well, but they're also out there playing hard work in the bubble and everything. Just wanted to give them a shout out real quick. Uh, Seattle Storm for NBA Finals champions this year, year 2020. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, and moving on to the NFL, we have a battle of former Super Bowl MVPs uh, Tom Brady versus Nick Foles tonight. Obviously, uh, Ty is a known Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and I'm a Chicago Bears fan. And you are Bears a known fan. Chicago Bears fan, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm sure we're both going to be tuning in that game tonight. How do you think that's going to go down? I honestly see Brady leading the charge again. Leonard Fournette is out. LaShawn McCoy is out. Chris Godwin is probably out. Mike Evans is questionable. So it comes down to Brady once again, and can he outperform Nick Foles in this quote-unquote revenge game? <laughs> <laughs> but I really do see the Buccaneers pulling this out to go to four one and extending that division lead. I just uh from last week's performance I get that Indianapolis had a tough defense to face, but I think the Bucs can't handle Nick Foles on defense this time around. Yeah, I really wanna believe in Nick Foles just because you know, I mean, the last like he has gotten the best of Brady before, which is a rare feat for most quarterbacks to accomplish. But at the same time it's Nick Foles. He's a journeyman. In his own right, he's gone to many teams, and there's a reason why he's not a starting like a starting quarterback in this league. Um, and to say you stole a job from Mitchell Trubisky isn't really much of an accomplishment. Um, so I really think we're going to have to depend on our defense to give us a chance. We're going to have to depend on Khalil Mack, um, and we're going to have to depend on uh, Allen Robinson on our offensive end for Nick Foles to be targeting a lot to really have a chance in this game. But um, I, I don't really see it getting close. Not if Tampa Bay comes out in the first half swinging. If you guys get two or three touchdowns in that first half. Um, yeah. Like, I we've had comebacks this season so far, which is nice, but I don't see us doing that against somebody like Brady. So it just depends yeah, on how that really first half goes. Against Brady. You can't fall behind against him. Yeah, because it's like once you're behind, that motivation to come back really isn't going to be there. So, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But um, I really hope my team can also win and get to 4-1. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be trash-talking each other during the game the whole time. Oh, for we'll sure. We'll see how it goes. It should be fun. For sure, for sure. All right, and in other news, um, Aaron Rodgers is killing the game right now. I believe he has 13 touchdowns to zero interceptions. Ty, do you think he's joined the race for MVP against Russell Wilson? Oh, he's definitely put his name in the hat. I mean, dude has been dominant going off 327 yards and four TDs last week. A rate a QB rating of 147.5. I'm pretty sure that's close. Is close to a perfect rating, or it may be the actual rating. I know it's a weird number, mm-hmm. but it's pretty close. I mean, you look at his QBR. He he has an average of 128.4 this year, and he has 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, getting it done over a thousand yards already. So, which is crazy. That's, I mean, 
it's a close competition. He definitely threw his, his name in the hat. It's sure. a, it could be a toss-up towards the end of the season, depending on how Russell finishes and how Aaron Rodgers finishes. Yeah, I also want to argue that we can't forget about Mahomes. You know, his team's also undefeated, and um, yes. but yes. he does he has a few interceptions. I know that, but like uh, I believe it was last game. Was that the last game or the game against the he Ravens when he had four touchdowns? Yeah, in the, the first Ravens. Half. That game against the Ravens. Yeah, was definitely a statement win. That's what I'm saying. So I think that uh, we can't forget about him either. Obviously, because he's you know reigning Super Bowl MVP reigning Super Bowl champions and the MVP the season before so I think it's going to be a pretty interesting quarterback race so far and I'm calling it a quarterback race because like nobody else is even close you know in terms of position or I even. mean when, when it comes down to it, the MVP race is basically who's the best quarterback in the league pretty much you yeah. think about it yeah so, so. so it's basically like the Heisman who's the best quarterback you know exactly that's what it comes down um and some other unfortunate news coronavirus has been sweeping the NFL lately um, I believe the Titans, the Patriots, the Chiefs. Um, I think there's another team that I'm missing. Steelers. The Steelers. Uh, well, yeah, because remember last game, their game got postponed until a later date mm-hmm. with the Titans. Yeah. So a lot of teams have been coming down with the virus, and uh, it's just not a really a good look for the league, man. You know how we've seen the NBA, uh, the NBA and the WNBA both go through having a bubble. And they had success with that. We've seen other sports such as MLB. I know they had a little slip up here and there, um, but I mean, even the NHL, I believe. I don't even think I heard anything about them. In terms NHL of the has time. zero. Apparently, they had zero confirmed cases. So exactly. So it's crazy. Bubble, how, yeah, another bubble situation that worked out. Mm-hmm. The NFL isn't looking too good right now, with um, plenty of players contracting viruses, lots of games being postponed. Um, so, what do you think about that, Ty? I'm really disappointed in the irresponsibility of the Titans right now. They just had another confirmed case, so that's up to 23 for them now. After, and like they were, they got a memo a few days before that they weren't supposed to have a practice. They just had a practice, and now they have somebody else test positive. And I mean, that's just really irresponsible. And then it may even get worse because now you hear what I sent you yesterday with the Florida governor saying that we can go ahead and have full capacity at all NFL games. And, I mean, the Dolphins already denied. They said that they were going to keep it at 13,000 just for safety reasons. But, I mean, if teams are considering going back to full capacity down here, that that could just really make it worse. It, it's up to the NFL how they handle this. It's really, it's really down to leadership right now. Like, you're midway through the season. Well, which week are we in? We we, are in we're going into week four four or five i think five yeah week four so you're through the quarter of the season how are you going to handle it throughout the meat of the season we, we can't really do a boat it's not the same as being able to bubble because see the mlb was able to bubble because they only they did it throughout the alds and the nods right now that's when it started in san diego in los angeles and houston so i mean i don't really see how you can quarantine or bubble the whole NFL as a whole I just don't see it I don't see how it works besides keeping the stadiums empty um personally I feel like you could kind of bubble the NFL but it would be a very difficult situation I think that like there's plenty like a field's not going to change you know it's a field's 100 yards I think you could realistically say you chose one state to keep all the teams in um and then maybe they only played like in certain college arenas Maybe they only played at even high school arenas um, or even, like, one select NFL feud or a couple. Um, but then that would come in conflict with the college football that's right going on right now. That's true. Yeah. If you and haven't then, played in college fields. In terms of, like, practicing. Yeah. Um, 
Because I was thinking something like how we have like well, a football. What I think football. is they hmm? keep going. I'll, I'll just yeah. I was thinking about how we have like arena football, and like that was kind of obviously that's kind of an indoor thing. But I was thinking something similar on the lines of that. Um, but or just not having fans at any of the games. But what's crazy to me is like say like Florida's a hundred percent right. We have three football teams in Florida. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then we have the Miami Dolphins. Right. That means that each week. Right, so that's three extra teams that are coming to Florida every week, right? So I feel like that that's six teams that could possibly be exposing themselves to the disease, and then, you know, that's just not really a good look. That's a lot of teams. That's a lot of people and a lot of staff on those teams that are getting, you know, exposure or potential exposure to the virus. Same thing with, like, teams out in California. You have the Chargers. You have the Rams. You have the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So it's like there's a lot of teams and a lot of states that have a lot of teams to where – you know, if that state's legislation is saying, hey, we're going to open up 100%, it's really easy to expose those types of teams to a lot of things, you know, and I just don't feel like that's smart at all. Yeah, well, what I think is, like, you saying that they could do a bubble possibility, I think they could do it like an MLB format, try to make it through the season, you know, and then when come playoff time, when there's a reduced number of occupants inside the field, you can just go ahead and have that bubble in certain cities and go ahead and try to execute it that way. And they bring it back to Tampa because that's where they plan to have the Super Bowl this year. So I could see them doing that. That could possibly work if a bubble situation is needed for the NFL, but they will have to make it through the meat of the season first for that to be able to, be able to happen. All right, and now Ty is going to uh, run us down with some baseball stats real quick and everything. Thank you, Dev, for finally letting me show some love to the MLB sport. And... Here we go. And right now, I'm keeping my eye on game three of Atlanta against the Miami Marlins. And right now, it's the end of the second, 0-0. The Atlanta Braves lead that series 2-0. Looks like the Miami Marlins undefeated series streak in the playoffs is at risk of ending so far. And then the Athletics versus the Astros today at 3.30 p.m. against Houston. And Houston leads that series 2-1. to the Rays versus the Yankees tonight. The Rays lead that series 2-1, to one, and that is at 7 p.m. And then game three of the Dodgers versus the Padres. The Dodgers lead that series 2-0. to zero. It's today at 9. All right, and we're going to move on to the winners and losers of the week. Um, I don't actually have any losers this week, but uh, for me, my winners, Georgia Bulldogs, that's my team right there, we're 2-0, and oh, and we knocked out – uh, Auburn from number seven, and we moved up to number three. So uh, right now we have a playoff spot secured, you know, as you could say. And uh, my other winner is Deion Waiter. Shout out to him. He was on the Miami Heat last season. Now he's on the Lakers. And no matter what happens in these finals, he wins a ring either way. So shout out to him for finessing the bag like that. It's crazy. And my loser of the week will have to go to the Oklahoma Sooners and their championship hopes because with their second loss of the season, they are pretty much out of the playoff race. Spencer Rattler was supposed to be the next Oklahoma quarterback to be in a Heisman race. And yet again, he has thrown a game in an interception to seal the deal for the Iowa State Cyclones. Props to them for taking another dub. And, I mean, <laughs> there we go. We don't have to see Oklahoma again beat up again in the playoffs by a championship contender. Yeah, they're definitely and, missing uh, Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah. Well, even he wasn't 
even he got whooped in the playoffs last year. But at least he, he got them there, you know. But like to not even make it, I feel but like that's my that's my point. They they get in every year and then just oh, get destroyed. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Except for that one fight that they put up with um, Georgia when Georgia made the national championship. Yeah, that was actually a really good game with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, they just I don't know why they keep sneaking into the playoffs. But my other winner would have to be I hope I don't jinx them. Knock on wood. Tampa Bay Rays for taking a two to one lead against the Yankees because all throughout the series, before the series, Yankee fans you hear 27, 27 World Championships, here we go, World Series, woo! And then you know they were saying Yankees in three, Yankees in three. Even you keep down the Rays, they they're going to fight back. They're definitely not a team to mess with. And Randy or Rosarena, man, his hitting streak is just phenomenal. He hit another home run yesterday. Kevin Kiermaier came through with a three-run shot into right field. And, I mean, they're just clicking on all cylinders. They're out-pitching the Yankees. I mean, it's just beautiful to watch. Yeah, so I don't know who's really watching that. But, you know, good luck to all those people, teams, and all those things that, you know, I guess exist somewhere on national television. That's not ESPN. But um, okay. uh, anything else you want to say, Ty, to the people and everything? No, I don't want to say anything to the people, man. You just, you always just, I put my heart and soul to that. Just, <laughs> I don't know why you would waste. Always your time. just rain on my parade, man. Just, me, just close it out, man. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a pretty fun episode. Um, but shout out to David, um, and yeah. shout out to the Lakers. I think they're gonna get this game and win the chip for Kobe. And uh, yeah, yeah. This has been the Daily Dunk, and we're rolling out. Peace. Lights in the city palms. Call me what you want when you want if you want.